Humanoid-style robots have been on the scene for quite a while, at least a decade now, give or take. And so far, they've had a market share and an importance that is kind of down there with the Segway and the home 3D printer. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, and you are I'm Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell. What's up, Amy? Um, it's it's you know, it's another week. I've survived another week. I always get excited. As have I. <laughs> it's been a huge week. So has it been a huge week? It's just been a lot of rehearsing for uh, the show this weekend. I'm doing a show in Jackson, Tennessee, our Woo! hometown. Uh, they're doing a festival there called Greenlight, uh, which I believe we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah, a little later on. I want to uh, know about this. <laughs> yeah, my, my band is playing. Uh, yeah, if you want to go into it now, we can talk a little bit about Greenlight just to open it up. Um, it's a show in Jackson, Tennessee. It's a three-day festival that this guy Jeremy Tucker puts on, and uh, he gets bands from all over, you know, West Tennessee and surrounding areas, all like semi-local acts over the course of three days. It's out back of a bar in the middle of nowhere on like Highway 70. And he has like <laughs> a bunch of, right. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bunch of room f- uh, for people to camp out and stuff. It's really That's neat actually. Really cool. When did this start? Uh, I believe either four or five years ago, maybe even longer than that. And it's just grown wow. every year. It's actually the one cool thing to do in Jackson. So like all the Jackson kids come out, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like the music scene in Jackson. Well, it used to be bigger because mm-hmm. there was like an underground music scene type of thing going on. I guess this sounds a bit like it, but like festival style. Yeah, it's really neat. And like everybody looks forward to it every year. I, I've I met my buddy Ben Ricketts playing there. I don't know if uh, we'll definitely try to shoehorn some Ben Ricketts in at some <laughs> point. He's incredible Oxford musician, uh, weird experimental pop. He's amazing. So I met him there and tons of other really cool acts that uh, my band has become friends with. Yay. So, That's how yeah. you get to know all the cool bands, too. It's like yeah, you get to absolutely. learn like all. Oh, maybe I should have stuck with playing bass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of course, this theme, I think you came up with it. Uh, off the top of your head, I don't know yeah, how you did this. I was just at work this. and I was like trying to think of something, and I don't know what made me think of robots. I think it's I work at a screen printing shop, and we have uh, some automatic presses that have these long, you know, arms that you can put the t-shirts on to print them. And, oh, so uh, like the ones where you like lower down the screen. And those are the, the yeah the manual ones. You ha- you lower down the screen and you pull a squeegee across. But the automatic ones are basically gigantic robots that do all that stuff for you, and it's really neat. And so maybe subconsciously that made me think of a robot. Like, but there's a robot. I need to. Uh, yeah, robots. Robots. I don't, I don't trust the robots. Ah, uh, but they seem so cool and nice. They do until, seem awesome, but until they destroy, they try to kill all the humans. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, granted, we're we're making them look more like us too. Yeah. Blade Runner. So. What song did you bring? All right, I brought uh, Robot Parade by They Might Be Giants. Robot Parade, Robot Parade, wave the flags that the robots made. Robot Parade, Robot Parade, robots obey what the children say. Thank you. 
electric cars, there's electric trains. Here comes a robot with electric brains. Robot parade, robot parade. Wave the flags at the robots made. Robot parade, robot parade. Robots obey what the children say. I love They Might Be Giants. I got to see them a couple months back, and one of my friends actually got me backstage, so I got to watch the show from side stage for a little while. Shoehorned yourself in. I had to, of course. <laughs> but no, I, I love They Might Be Giants, and I was just looking forward to, to bringing them to the table as soon as I possibly could. And I think they've got a few songs that reference robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one is off their first kids album. Uh, it's I called No. I had no idea this existed. Yeah. Are you a, are you a fan of They Might Be Giants? Yes, I am. And I, I figured just, you would be. I can't believe I didn't know they had a children's album. Yeah, I think and, they put out three at this point. Well, this is music. Um, they're short songs, which is perfect for kids. Mm-hmm. But I I love this song. It's incredible. It's incredibly catchy too. Like after I chose this so song the catchy. other day, I've had it stuck in my head for three days. Yeah. I one of like I believe the final lines. One of the final lines is "Robots obey what the children say," which may be one of the most terrifying things I've ever heard. That's pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. In in doing research, I found that sometimes they sing. Children obey what the robots say. Oh, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, but then you <laughs> but know then we're talking about our evil. We're talking about our evil robots and yeah. uh, trying to take over the humans. If they get kids on their side, we're doomed. Right. It, it goes back to that thing. Would you rather fight uh, one third or one fifth grader or ten third graders? If you got ten third graders mm. coming at you, you know, yeah, that's a lot of and there's a lot of chaos and no um. No regard to eyeballs or glasses or anything like that. They'll just claw you to death. And the robots have no empathy for you. Oh, no. They're not going to help. They're not going to hold back their minions. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I just just really loved this one and wanted to get some They Might Be Giants as soon as I possibly could. I love the weird little robot auto-tune voice in this one. It's It's super creepy. It's it's creepy, but also kind of endearing uh, the the way that you would imagine a a robot built by children would probably be. Yeah, and they have like like, little robot flags. I think it's adorable. Yeah, and a, a parade of robots. It's a robot parade. Like, yeah, I wanna, with I trains, be in too. They have trains right? in there and all sorts of stuff. This also is a children's album that I think that most parents wouldn't want to scream while That's listening true. to, which there are a lot of really insipid, terrible children's songs. Yeah, absolutely. Just going just gonna to let you know. Ooh. Now, in my exploration of robots, I found... A song called Love Songs for Robots by Patrick Watson. Something's licking, it leaks for us while this tears by surprise. Stop wasting your words from my eyes around and out of thoughts as your birds burning out. Marches of flowers, the ends and whispers, closes and whispers away. I'm a sucker for atmospheric music, especially lately. I've been like 
There's this uh, YouTube channel called uh, Chilled Cow. Chilled Cow? <laughs> yes. And All it's right. like lo-fi hip-hop mixes. That, I'm into it. <laughs> yes. So I was listening to a bunch of that, and then I went searching for music for this episode, and I found a chilled cow version of robots and they're of course very it's like a sympathetic view of robots kind of like loving and empathetic for the mm. demise of this injured robot and <laughs> which if if you're going to get on the good side of the robot overlords i really think that if they you know start losing their nuts and bolts out in the street you should really be sympathetic yeah. i thought that was actually really you. cool imagery <laughs> yeah. uh, the the nuts and bolts in the on the ground sort of thing i thought that was kind of cool yeah i thought it was kind of sweet and a lo- romantic empathetic sympathetic to our new robot overlords and also maybe they'll keep me on and train me how to become become their mechanic and they won't kill me in like the first few waves yeah good luck <laughs> other robots make way better mechanics so oh, man. dude we're so screwed when when robots become <laughs> uh, screwed yeah Ha-ha. <laughs> uh yeah so this patrick watson yeah I, I had never heard of this guy before um this is definitely in my wheelhouse i love this like super ambient jams mm. Um, a lot of singer songwriters, you know, it's, it's easy to get bored with them. We know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's just tough to like get on board. Cause it's, everybody's kind of doing the same thing when it comes to singer songwriters. And like, I get it if you want to just tell a weird story, but, uh, for some reason, as opposed to adding more, just making it more atmospheric and, <laughs> and spacey that just kind of draws me in even more. So it's like you get all floaty and stuff. Also, yeah. there's a cute story of a robot. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and it like builds into a really cool like guitar solo, guitar lead sort of thing. Um, I, I definitely like that, you know. And the the whole humans as robots trope, you know, that can get kind of hokey sometimes. But uh, the way they present it in this song is really beautiful. Yeah, so. I thought it was really sweet. Uh, you know, for robot overlords. That's, yeah, we'll get into thing. some Patrick Watson. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm cool with it. That's the first song I'd heard by him, and I'm like. I I think I'm going to like go ahead and add this to my YouTube. So our ear buddies, um, there are a lot of songs on robots and everybody has a lot of them. Like, I think that they were just like waiting for you to say robots. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> uh, I know uh, before we started recording, we we're talking about my buddy Jacques who submitted a few from Kraftwerk. Woo! Everybody uh, knows I love Kraftwerk. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think we, we ended up with any of that on the list, but I just want to sh- shout out to Jacques that yes. I saw that Kraftwerk. I love me some Kraftwerk. They're so good. As is Amy, so. They're so good. Uh, calculator. Sorry. I love, like, and do you know that there's German versions and English versions? It seems now that you mentioned that, that's, that I had heard that, but I never really, like, thought about that. Oh, yeah, there are. There are two different, they released, like, all their songs in English and in German because they're a German band. Right, yeah. So then they just started making English versions I of did it. not realize it that. It is so cool. Like, I went on a deep dive. <laughs> well, then maybe, <laughs> maybe I have a lot to learn from, from both you and Jacques about Kraftwerk. They're so good. So, our first ear buddy, of course, is Brian, who brings us the future sound of London. We have explosive.
And he says, this always makes me think of robots. I wonder why. Definitely some weird robotic sounds, some industrial grindy metallic sounds happening and like a weird sireny sound you know and i'm pretty sure there are lyrics but i was too busy like dancing around the house while listening to this i think the lyrics are <laughs> we have explosive we oh. have explosive so these are the threatening robots yeah i think they're definitely threatening us for sure possibly like you know yeah uh, well they have at least one explosive yeah. Just have, one. Yeah, we have explosive. Is it just a singular <laughs> explosive? I mean, but what kind of explosive? Because we need to know the size, weight, and if we can, like, you know, yeah, make I mean, it only shield. takes one properly sized explosive, I Of suppose. the right type. And, and then we're kind of no more humans. We've already established the robots are really good engineers in, in this weird sci-fi fantasy yeah. that we're building for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Because they're obviously not needing <laughs> us as mechanics. Now, the next one. I'm really sad I didn't know about this one. This is Asia's selection, which is the Future Heads robot. In the future we all die. Robot. Machines will rust forever. A robot. Oh, things just tend to rust when you're a boy. living like a robot <laughs> i just find this one just like fun yeah, and robot and like i just like the part like they really point out that they have a great lifespan <laughs> yeah they they point out that that's their best feature is their lifespan uh nigh 200 years i think is what they say i can't remember <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd never heard of uh, the Future Heads either. Apparently, they're named after a Flaming Lips song, I think. Really? Yeah, that's what I read. You did way more research than I, I did. I try to, at least in 10 minutes before the show sometimes. Um, <laughs> I liked the repetition of like the I don't mind thing at the end of some of the phrases. And oh, then yeah. I have no mind. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a philosophy nerd. So the idea that, you know, eventually we might create artificial intelligence that we would classify as having a mind. I find that super interesting. Oh, and there's still like the people who are trying to like, I guess, put the networks together that could actually hold one human mind. Mm -hmm. And what was it? There's Kurzweil. Kurzweil. Mm -hmm. Ray Kurzweil. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who's just trying to live long enough so that he can live forever. Yeah. He's he's an incredibly brilliant man. Uh, I think he, he is Google's in-house technologist, if I recall. Like, <laughs> Is he? Yeah, and he, he invented some of the first synthesizers. I'll save you the Ray Kurzweil <laughs> wormhole. I'm sorry, but yeah, definitely look up Ray Kurzweil, I guess. You're getting a little geeky there. Actually, uh, you know, Ray Kurzweil would definitely fit in on a robots episode. He, uh, oh, yeah, because he wants to be a robot, he, kind of. Yeah, and he also, uh, as he was, whenever he was young, I think he did a lot of work in robotics. Um mm -hmm. Very, very intelligent dude. So go check out Ray Kurzweil. <laughs> Just fall down Write that Write a song about Ray Kurzweil. I'm sure there is. Now, see, uh, Susan, she brought clutches 1000111110101. Among the mental ones, a messenger will soon arrive. 4000111. Zero, 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 
Um, it started out kind of chill. It got really angry really fast. Then it went back to chill again with some organs again. And so it just flips around. Now, I do, like, they're talking about the periodic table. I don't think that And it has in. nothing to do but, you with know, it. a Neil Fallon. All right, whatever whatever you want to say about some crazy like, shit, dude. Yeah, I, I realize that they both sound science-y, like the 100011101010101 periodic table. It sounds like it should go together, but those are, like, totally different things. They're all, they're all stoner metalheads, so, I mean, they're just, like, science bitch you know or whatever <laughs> that probably is exactly what they're thinking it's like we know these words <laughs> yeah i'm i'm admittedly not a huge huge fan of clutch but i did get a chance to see them several years ago and uh they played this song and it was definitely like the highlight of their set it was it definitely hooked me uh a band called lion eyes opened up for them and they're like this reggae stoner metal band <laughs> and so the the keyboard player for lion eyes came out and played that song with them and so it was just super groovy and jammy and, and it was uh, actually a lot of fun so i'm glad that this song made the list because it's actually one of the few clutch clutch songs that whenever they come up i'll be like oh yeah that that song that's all binary or whatever <laughs> yeah it's, it's really the, cool like putting the binary coding in there I, I really wanted to like look at what that possibly meant yeah but i i one of the coolest things that's happened to me since graduating college is i got a wedding invitation i couldn't go but they sent the a binary code and then they sent a website yeah. for us to like enter in the code that would like and it would translate, translate. into the invitation that was like really that was like the coolest wedding invitation That's ultimate nerd i love it yeah used no paper yeah, it's pretty great. I appreciate that so much because then they didn't have to ask for anybody's actual mailing address. They just knew our emails, email address. Now, this person who is somewhat of an enigma, his name's Jenny, Jenny D or Johnny D. <laughs> he brought Mr. Bungles. None of them knew they were robots. song captured 
a lot of genres. Absolutely. With like, there's some old Hollywood and some Western and some swing. And I have no idea what the lyrics are, but there's a lot of stuff going on. And the title tells me that it's possibly about robots. Yeah. So do you know anything about Mr. Bungle? Um, okay, so there's a Buggles the Cat who tours with the amazing Acro Cats. Okay. I know about him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you ever heard of Faith No More? You know, a band yes. called Faith No More? Mm-hmm. Their singer was a guy named Mike Patton, uh, incredibly prolific singer for a million bands, uh, very, very talented vocalist. This is his band, Mr. Bungle. Um, they're very, very eclectic as is a lot of his stuff. He has records that's him doing like Italian pop music from the sixties and seventies, just incredibly versatile, like Mike Patton. There's another wormhole for you. Yeah. Um, did he name the the band after a cat though? It's possible. I sure hope so. (laughs) I really want Mr. Bungle to be a cat. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Bungle almost sounds more like a dog name to me, but uh, I would much prefer it to be a cat because I'm a cat man. So. Oh, yeah, you are a cat man. I'm a cat dad. Oh, that's because, you know, dogs are generally bungling into things. Right. It sounds like, sense. but Buggles the cat and also. Buggles the cat. I, you should follow him on Twitter. So, yeah, I'll also uh, <laughs> unveil a little bit of the enigma. This is from my friend Metal Johnny is what we call him. He's a oh. he's a Jackson guy. Is that um, why he's got the umlaut in his name? Yeah, he's just a silly dude. <laughs> Junie. Uh, I'm going to call him Junie. 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we call him Metal Johnny. He's a he's a guy from Jackson who's, you know, pretty much introduced me and all of my friends to tons of really great underground heavy music, but he's also into a lot of, like, ambient stuff. He's got a really eclectic taste, as, uh, yeah. as do I. So. Mr. Bungle, I can see how that band could, like, go into a lot of atmosphere because they're definitely using textural sounds. Yeah, absolutely. And... Uh, Mike Patton is just like do you have he's a from guy another. Crush? I do for <laughs> sure, absolutely. He's so incredible, and like uh, it's very you know a lot of people aim to make eclectic music where they're drawing from all these different influences, and it sounds really mishmash and terrible. Um, anytime Mike Patton does that, it's so perfect and so amazing. Yeah, it doesn't sound accidental or mushy or Yeah, gross. it's very well thought out. And like we were talking about the lyrics, mm-hmm. I mean, just go read the lyrics. Um, it's impenetrable to me. I mean, it's very <laughs> literate, very, you know, there's a lot of weird references to stuff. I'm pretty uh, sure they say automaton at least once. Yeah, it's it's smart people music, uh, <laughs> you know. That's that's one of those things that like my brain's too fried to work on right now. Right, <laughs> but it is very enjoyable to listen to because I was like, "What what genre is this? So many genres are in this one song. It's pretty interesting and pretty cool." Um, Hannah brings "Fly of the Concords." The humans are dead. Finally, robotic beings rule the world. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. Right, they are dead. The humans are dead. They look like they're dead. It had to be done. I'll just confirm that they're dead. So that we could have fun. Affirmative. I poked one, it was dead. Can't we just talk to the humans? A little understanding could make things better. Can't we talk to the humans that we're together now? No, because they are dead. 
Binary solo. Come on, Sakura Lake. Did you ever watch Fly the Concords? I did not. Um, I, I was familiar with them as they were coming out. All my friends were into them, and I've got that. I've got that bad habit where whenever all my friends are into something, I'm like, I'm okay, I'm good. Oh, you're I'm that like, guy. I'm, I hate it. But do you I have do do you have a TV? I have a TV, but I don't have cable. And when high people, five. Yeah, high five. Whoosh. And then uh, when people make Netflix recommendations to me, I don't watch them for like six months. Ah, uh, really? For the most part, there's very few. Uh, if you know, if I look into it, I'm like, okay, this might be a might my be alley. your thing. But, I, there's some that I definitely don't follow like at all because I'm just like, you know, I don't think this one's really for me, yeah. but then like, also I have the balance of like fighting someone else on Netflix. True. Yeah. <laughs> so, but about this song, <laughs> I really should watch the show uh, just because this is one of those creative songs that they're known for. And it's like a parody song or like not really a parody song cause it's all original, but it's just like a funny song. But mm-hmm. not nearly as like lewd as say, what's that island band? Oh, the Lonely Island. Yes, that's what it is. So it's kind of like a comedy, but still pretty clever, and less about dicks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it is much much more clever. I think they're from New Zealand. Um, yeah, they're Kiwis. Yeah, all the songs that I've heard from Flight of the Concords have all been very very clever, very funny. Um, charming. I'm, that's the word. Charming. It is also very charming as well. Um, uh, Jermaine Clement uh, is also on tons of podcasts and shows up on a lot of comedy stuff that I'm into. So he's a very, very funny guy. He's also a character in Moana. Oh, is he really? Yes, I didn't know that. He's a giant crab. I need to go watch Moana. <laughs> it, I haven't seen it yet. I've watched it like a million <laughs> times. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> I, have, I have learned on ukulele a couple of songs. Oh, yeah. Very proud of I was going to talk about how the... Uh, they talk about, you know, in the future, in the year 2000, but this song came out in like 2008. I, I thought that was very funny. It's so hilarious because, you know, well, growing up, remember, we thought we'd have flying cars. I was hoping so. And then we're like, 2005 is the year. Yeah. Now it's like 2025, maybe? Maybe. Elon Musk's working on it, I think. Well, maybe. I mean, he's just shooting cars into space. Right. I mean, that's a, a take on it as well. And another uh, another line in this song was about uh, no more unethical treatment of elephants because there are, are no, no elephants. elephants. <laughs> and that's it's funny, but it's also kind of dark and it's like funny. that's some Black Mirror shit right there. It's terrible, but also funny. Yeah. You're like, oh well, at least they're not being unethically treated. Yeah. Oh, poor elephants. Hey, at least they're no longer in the Barnum and Bailey nonsense. Thank goodness. Now Kevin, who decided to buck the entire system, gives us Flowbots. Handlebars. My reach is global, my tower secure, my cause is noble, my power is pure. I can hand out a million vaccinations, I'll let them all die in exasperation. Have them all healed from the lacerations, have them all killed by assassination. I can make anybody go to prison just because I don't like them. And I can do anything with no permission. I have it all under my command because I can guide a missile by satellite, by satellite, by satellite. And I can hit a target through a telescope, through a telescope, through a telescope. And I can end the planet in a holocaust, 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 in a holocaust. No handlebars, no handlebars. 
And then says, does this count Flowbots? Well, I was like, okay, Kevin, you don't get a lot of songs played. We're going, we're going to try to shoehorn this one in. So, <clears throat> Flowbots are robots with flow, right? I'll go along with that analysis. I, I think that's what it's going. Now, this is supposedly, a, I'm, I'm going to go with a small robot who decides <laughs> to ride a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And then because he um, can ride without using his handlebars, he uh, he gets cocky and decides to take over the world and blow people up. Or this is what we think that robots are going to do, but it's actually humans doing it. Right. <laughs> There's two takes. Yeah, I don't know. The It's kind of unfair for the robot to be bragging about riding a bike with no handlebars. He's got, a, you know... But if you think about them Boston mechanics like robots and they're always being kicked, he's probably bragging because he's not getting kicked by some human. That's true. Humans are awful, aren't they? <laughs> they keep kicking those poor maybe, robots. Maybe, maybe we do need the robot uh, revolution to happen. Because <laughs> we keep kicking them. Yeah, so I, I like the I like the robots with flow premise um, <laughs> for Flowbots. I'll, I'll go along with that. And uh, But I did like the idea that they're talking about all these great things that they can do as if robots have free will. And, you know, another I, we, I, that's another look, philosophy wormhole we can go we, down. But if you think about it, they can listen to all the Internet at one time and they now know that you're like, oh, robots can't think. For oh, yeah, they're coming. They're coming for you. They're coming for me first, for sure. <laughs> as long, wait, did you kick any of the dog like robots? I would never, ever kick anything that even looks kind of like a dog because I love puppies. They are cute. Even my dingus. Oh, scotch. <laughs> She's just super excited. We got feedback. We did. We did get feedback from a 731 number, which could be anywhere in West Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a pretty good idea. I of think who I this know who it is. And it says just because it has a green light vibe, heh. And then this is a text. So this is why we don't know specifically. So this person who sent this text suggested Mitchell and Manley, San Francisco values. And I wonder why that one came up. Like, why did this become like, uh, I don't know. Mitchell and Manley. Yeah, Mitchell and Manley. That doesn't ring any bells for me in particular. (laughs) Or green light. Um, Yeah, exactly. No, this uh, actually, you know, we were talking about green light a little bit earlier. It definitely does have the sort of spirit of of what goes on at green light. It's a very sort of psychedelic song. Um, and I'm actually, I had never heard any of this Mitchell and Manley, but I am familiar with both of the musicians in the band. Wait, uh, so you'd never heard about them until you listened to the song? I'd never heard of Mitchell and Manley as oh. like, I did not realize that the two, these two particular musicians worked together in a band, so, but I was familiar with their other work. And, uh, even if I had never seen who this was uh the you know who this band was as soon as i heard the guitars i would have known who it was playing guitar uh it's i'm I'm trying to remember it's isaiah mitchell and phil manley and isaiah mitchell is the guitar player he is in a band called earthless and they're for the most part instrumental and it's just like 20 minute long psychedelic <laughs> freak out oh no but like in the best way possible i don't know i need convincing yeah i mean it's like take the best Black Sabbath and the best Jimi Hendrix guitar solos. Oh, you're so not selling me I know. on this. <laughs> if I mean, if you can't get down with that, I don't know what to tell you. I don't it's amazing. Know. Like, you should talk to Jason maybe Fodder. You just, maybe you just need to take a a grip of mushrooms, and then we'll we'll play a little bit of Mitchell and Manley. <laughs> totally not my style. Hang hang with Mitchell hang with Mitchell Manley and listen to Mitchell and Manley. <laughs> 
Maybe like after, you know, I'm out of school and like, Ah man, throw away your future. I can't be a burnout. Nah. But that that's gonna be our final song because we were suggested it by anonymous person who definitely has a crush on Mitchell Manley. <laughs> that's true. Now, of course, um you can reach the show on Twitter at Andy Pot. Um Craig totally poking the bear on there he did yeah. he uh he was talking some talking some yang yang about my boy vince gill yeah like the guy dealt with <laughs> that's all i'm saying i'm available at madame Wolle, and you are and you tweeted this week i did do a single tweet i did a tweet i did a twitter you did two tweets did i i think so at craig all right well i may have done two tweets so pay attention <laughs> At Pow I Gotcha. That's P O W I G O T C H A. Pow I Gotcha. <laughs> Which now you're just gonna have to have a fist fight on Twitter. Yes, I yeah. mean, or you know, if if Craig wants to show his face in Memphis, <laughs> there'll be a There's verbal fist fight probably, and then we'll both cry and we'll both feel bad, and then we'll hug it out and listen to Neutral Milk Hotel. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, you mean you're going to be bullied into listening to Neutral Milk I mean, Hotel. listen, whatever whatever it takes to, to air those grievances so that <laughs> Craig and I can get along and provide entertaining content for the listeners. Yay! And, of course, you are available most readily at uh, Smokebeard on Instagram, right? Correct. Smokebeard on Instagram. See my pictures of my cats and pictures of me drinking a bunch of coffee, usually. Delicious, delicious coffee. You can always contribute to this show on Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. And our voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. Not your place to buy pot. All right, don't text for pot. I'm sorry. I can't help you. So you te- text us like our anonymous person. Who, um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave them know. anonymous. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to leave them. But it's it's way funnier. It is. Now, you can always send an email to the show at endpod at gmail.com. And you can check out the show on endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. We are going to leave you with... We're going to leave you with Mitchell and Manley, San Francisco Values. Enjoy it.
It's a uh, this person's, uh, and I'm just saying that this. I'm gonna fix this.